Good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode 12 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. I'm Boogie. And I'm the Baron. It is Sunday, November 22nd, 2020, and we are gracing you with our presence for the second time in two days. This is episode 12. Boogie, how are you? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm good. Wild college football uh, day and night yesterday. And uh, just uh, came out on top a little bit of money, so really, to, really ready to fire away on today's games. Cannot wait. Let me ask you a question. What's up? What is on tap today? Well, I think when I leave here, I'm going to go get a giant bottle of Jameson, and I'm going to get a keg of Pabst Blue Ribbon. That way, I can do PB&Js every time one of the teams I have money on scores a touchdown. Whoa, no! That sounds really good, but no, not the drinking. Oh, my bad. The show! What's on tap for the show? I'm sorry, I'm a degenerate, so all I'm thinking about is, is booze. Um, today's show, Boogie, we've got a good bit of action here, so... Obviously, we got Week 12 in the NFL we're going to go through. A couple games this week have already been played. The Thursday and Monday night games, we will recap those. Um, we'll recap how we did last week and also how we did yesterday in college football. Some of us good, some of us not so good. Some of us not so good. Boogie had a tough day in college football, but I trust he's going to rebound today. He is due. I'm riding Boogie today, just so everybody knows. But we want to start off. Bringing the fire and the heat. Boogie's bringing the heat today. I believe, um, I think we're both going to have a really good day today, which we will get to a little bit later in the show. We're going to start off episode 12, as we always do, with some news and notes around the world of sports from this past week. We touched on a few things in yesterday episode 11 on Saturday with uh, shout out to Big Dan as our, our guest. He was great. Um, it's just me and Boogie today for uh, episode 12. Boogie, um, looking at uh, this past week, a lot of um, lot of news, a lot of action, headlines. A lot of news, a lot of tidbits we got here right now. You know, we spoke and touched on a little bit of the NBA draft yesterday. We spoke about a little bit of the free agent signings. Wow. We got them signing fast and furious, and just like Vin Diesel, these signings are no joke. That's true. We'll I get like into that. deeper conversations in the coming weeks as the NBA starts up again in less than a month. But fellas, did you see who the Lakers are re-signing and who they actually are looking after now? What is um? What's the scoop with that, Boogs? They got Bogdanovich. Actually, they're looking at looking at Bogdanovich. Looking wow. at Bogdanovich, he might be signing with Atlanta. We're looking at a little bit of signings from Bogdanovich, though. Um, you know, I'm not sure if anybody heard about that whole situation with. Uh, the Dwight Howard situation, that's kind yeah. of funny. Did you yeah. hear about that? Yeah, I remember you telling me about that yesterday, actually. That, that dude thought he was already going to be signing with the Lakers. He put it up on tweeted it. He had to take the tweet down, and then next thing you know, he signs with the Sixers. That's crazy. And the beat goes on with that dude. It's a free agent frenzy, it looks like. Crazy, crazy signings. We're going to have it all week. Uh, this week we also got coming up the college basketball starting. Can't wait. Bubble Bubble City, baby. Bubbleville. We got Bubbleville starting on uh, on Thanksgiving Day, and they got 40, 40 games going on, men's and women's college basketball. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about college basketball again with the COVID situation. 
Ivy League is canceling all its 2021 season. Yep. So no Princeton, no Brown, no Penn, no Harvard, no Yale. No Ivy League teams. No, no season. No Ivy League team in the big dance, which is going to be strange to see. No upsets over there? No, no upsets over there at all. College basketball starting Wednesday and following all the way through. Um Quick, uh, West Virginia Texas A&M was supposed to play in South Dakota, and Texas A&M is opting out. So A&M and West Virginia, which was set for Wednesday morning, is off the off the slate. Yeah, th- this uh, this is just a crazy situation. Again, this virus is just uh, just hurting a lot of people right now. It is um, the Miami uh, University of Miami Hurricanes football coach Diaz test positive for the virus, as well as longtime Tennessee coach. And current AD Philip Fulmer, both testing positive. Um, as we we knew yesterday, Washington State quarterback to miss the game versus Stanford due to the COVID nineteen. As well, they didn't even play that game. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff going on right now, and we're just hoping everybody gets healthy and and this comes to uh, a uh, some kind of conclusion in, in the next couple of months. Uh, that's what I'm praying for to get back to normal life again. I'm just hoping we do have a March Madness 2021. That's obviously the goal. You touched also, Boogie, on the free agency in the NBA. Some late-night signings last night that a lot of people might not be aware of. Sergi Baca uh, just signed a two-year deal with the L.A. Clippers to reunite with Kawhi Leonard. If you guys remember, the pair won a championship two years ago when the Raptors won the title. That's shout out, yep. shout out West Virginia on this one. Javon Carter signs a three-year deal with the Suns. Hey. He will return there. The Suns are looking good. They are. Jeff Teague signs a one-year deal with the Celtics. Um, couple um, signings for your Knicks. The Knicks just signed Nerlens Noel, one-year, five million. I saw that. They also, I believe, they signed one other person. Alfred Payton re-signed with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Carmelo coming back for one more season with Portland. With Portland. Yep. Tristan Thompson to the Celtics. Brad Wanamaker to the Golden State Warriors. KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, re-signs with the Lakers. So a lot of uh, crazy free agency. It just opened a couple days ago, and there's been a ton of moves. That Bogdanovich trade actually might be a, a, a sign-in trade with KCP, possibly, mm-hmm. as the Lakers are in talk still to try and figure something out there. I love it. There's um, anything else around the, the world of sports that anybody needs to know about? Is Actually, the Dodgers are angling for a Nolan Arenado trade. How about that? The wow. rich getting richer. How the about that? The rich getting richer. Yes, yes. The rich dicks. And also the Yankees might be getting some competition by the Nationals for DJ LeMahieu. That's going to be really upsetting if we lose DJ. We'll so, see. We'll, we'll see, see what happens. Them big market teams just uh, paying for championships nowadays. We'll hey, see how it works. We do what we got to do. My Pittsburgh Pirates are a verified AAA team, so if you want any of our players, uh, you can probably have them. We'll grab them. Yeah, Josh Bell or you know whoever the best player is probably won't play there in the next couple of years. That's how the Pirates organization operates. Hey, that's how they roll. Yep. So there's your, your headlines for this week, ladies and gentlemen. We want to recap episode 11. Not going to spend a lot of time on this. Had some winners yesterday. Had, had some, some losers. Lo- had some losers yesterday. 
Um, the way my day went betting-wise is I actually got saved by Boise State money line in the over. I had Boise State money line tied into a money line parlay. That I was a bailout game for me too. Yep, Boise State money line to the over uh, two teamer and the over flat as they started the game off real low scoring, nineteen three at half, but explode for a ton of points to finish at seventy two points. Boise beats Hawaii forty to thirty two to make it a profitable day. Boogie, you were right on this one. Washington laying eleven to Arizona last night, easy money. Easy money there. Um, Shout out to Big Dan coming on the podcast too. He had a uh, sixteen and eight record against the spread yesterday. Very Great impressive. day, very impressive. Great day for Big Dan. Yeah, we'll have him on the show again soon. We were right on Penn State going on the road and beating. Uh, I'm how sorry, about, Iowa. How about Penn State? Zero and five. Zero and five for the first time ever. Happy Valley, not so happy right now. They can't figure out things down there, including what's going on with COVID. Sad, sad valley. Um, Oklahoma wins the Red River, or not the Red River, the um, Bedlam. Bedlam. The Bedlam. Yeah. 41-13. Well, Oklahoma won the Red River rivalry and Bedlam. Yep. So both. So two rivalry games, Oklahoma moves to 6-2 and two after beating Oklahoma State. Georgia tops Mississippi State by 7. Oregon beats Chip, and Chip Kelly's return, like you touched That's on yesterday. Right. Chip Kelly gave them all they wanted and more. Oregon wins by three. Upset of the day was Quantum going on the road and falling to Northwestern. We talked about Pat, we talked about Pat Fitzgerald getting his team ready to play. 17 to 7. Northwestern 5 and 0 now. Yeah, they had a lot of lot of turnovers, Northwestern did, and that was a I'm sorry, uh Wisconsin did, and mm-hmm. Northwestern, very impressive win. I agree. Cincinnati, we were right on this one going on the road. Taking care of business, 36-33, a little closer than people thought. Mm-hmm. Um, Cincinnati, number seven now, moving to 8-0 with an impressive road victory there. Ohio State, 42-35. They, they easily should have covered your best bet yesterday. They were up 35-7. to 35-7. They took their foot off the gas. Luckily for me, it cashed on my best bet of the first half because they were up 28-7 at halftime. Remember that, Nick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're 35-7. 35-7. They take their foot off the gas. Uh, Kentucky players are probably on suicide watch this morning, being down 63-3. to I mean, come getting on. Getting romped by the tide. Roll tide. What's going on with that? Mm-hmm. And then another shout-out to Big Dan for his play today. Illinois, he gave out a 16-point favorite. He called it a potential upset, and Illinois goes on the road and beats Nebraska 41-23. All right. I do have something else to say about uh, the BYU team. So yeah. BYU actually crushed another uh, non-competitive team that they played. They did. Now we're talking about maybe having some of these COVID games being canceled uh, in the Pac-12 as they are very apprehensive about playing. Yeah. Uh, you know, Utah actually just wound up playing their first game yesterday. So now BYU might actually show some of the uh, competition that's going to be picking the playoffs. Uh, that uh, if there's any of these Pac-12 games that are canceled, BYU will actually possibly be playing one of these Pac-12 games as a uh, substitute game. I think that would help their cause being 9-0 and with a really weak schedule. That helped their cause for the playoffs, but, you know, bottom line, Alabama goes to 7-0. and Ohio State remains undefeated. Notre Dame was idle this week. They're looking good. Clemson's coming back up the Richter scale. Um, their game was canceled. There was 17 cancellations yesterday in college football. Next week, we'll see how things shake out. We are getting down to the latter part of the year in college football, and um, the uh, playoffs going to start taking shape for everybody. Yes, sir. NFL Boogs last week. Um, decent week for us. Pretty decent. Um, it was decent. We're, we're on. Lock of the week one. Yeah. Yes, it did. 
We are on week 11 this week, so week 10 NFL. We did really well. Um, the Oakland Raiders. How about them Raiders? Mistake box. I said Oakland. It's Vegas now. You did say that. We'll touch on them later. They're playing Kansas City. They romped the Broncos. Play of the day last week for me, the Miami Dolphins, 29, the LA Chargers, 21. Play of the day, hits again, and hey, Boogie, yours did too, LA Rams, 23, Seattle Seahawks, 16, both plays of the day, hit. Win and cover, baby. Win and cover. That's about all I need to say is, as long as the best bets hit, that's pretty much my main concern. Because like you said, we're not going to hit every game, but if we can give out our lock and it hits, then everyone's going to be happy and no one's going to be angry, you know? All we do is give out analysis. Not going to be 100%. I'll keep preaching that. Mm -hmm. The best handicappers are looking at 55 65%. Mm -hmm. And this is all we're looking to do is just give out analysis, have fun with this show, yeah. and hopefully the listeners uh, enjoy it. I agree. Just to touch on the Monday night game uh, from last week, the... Uh the Vikings and the Bears? The Vikings and the Bears. It was the Vikings and the Bears. Yeah, 1913 Vikings get a road win over Chicago. Vikings move to 4 and 5, Bears 5 and 5. Bears on a four game losing streak after 5 and 1. They're on my do not bet list the Bears. Oh, I did have the under in that game by the way, so that actually worked out very well. We've already had one game in week 11 for NFL Seattle Taking uh, the lead in the NFC West, defeating the Arizona Cardinals 28-21. I had the Cardinals getting the points in the under. I like Seahawks, and yeah. I had the under. Yeah. Um, I can tell you right now, Russ Heat, he won either way. You know, he was cooking yeah. a little bit, mm -hmm. but he only threw for just under 200 yards. I think Seattle comes back strong in the next couple of games. Seahawks 7-3, 5-0 at home, takes the lead in the NFC West, which is going to bring us to our Week 11 slate here, Boogs. A lot of games. Let's hit it. Um, this morning, 10 o'clock our time, we have roughly seven games. Exactly seven games. Four afternoon games, Sunday night game, Monday night game to talk about. We're going to make this quick because we got roughly hour and a half until kickoff. So we want to try to get this out to you guys ASAP. Hopefully give you guys an hour to 90 minutes of time to uh, go through this so we can make some money together today. Our first game on our docket, Boogs, is going to be a 10 a.m. game on Fox. The Philadelphia Eagles are sitting at 3-5 and five and atop the NFC East. They are traveling to Cleveland, who is 6-3, one of many 6-3 teams in that AFC fighting for, um, fighting for a spot. Two potential playoff teams. Mm -hmm. uh, Browns are at home. They're laying 2.5. Total's 46 um, what do you think about Baker against Carson Wentz? Yeah, here's how I see this game going. Right now, no one in the NFL is running the ball better than Cleveland with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt with The Rock. Yeah, OBJ is out, but Baker Mayfield will get the job done. Miles Garrett's going to end the defense. will give Wentz and the Eagles issues all day long. Give me Cleveland. Lay the two and a half. Cleveland minus two and a half. Hopefully we can hit a middle here and Cleveland wins by a field goal because I am actually going to buy the point with Philadelphia and take three and a half. Um, I think that Philly always has one game every year where they come out and play pretty tough. It's weird that Cleveland has got three more wins and two less losses than Philadelphia and they're not even spotting a field goal at home. That's kind of sketchy to me. So I'm going to buy the point, take a chance with Carson Wentz catching the three and a half. So 
plus three and a half for me, minus two and a half for Boog. So you and I can celebrate with that big bottle of JMO that I'm getting. Hell yeah. If, uh, if Cleveland wins by a field goal. There we go. So that's that's that. Um, Atlanta traveling to New Orleans today. No Drew Brees. Taysom Hill is going to start at quarterback for the Saints. They're coming in at 7-2. and two. Atlanta, after a 1-6 start, they've won a couple in a row. They're coming off the bye. Pretty big rivalry game here. Taysom Hill... They elect to go with him instead of Jameis. Mm. Matt Ryan trying to wheel Atlanta and save their season. Yep. What happens here? I mean, here's what's going on down there in uh, New Orleans. You got a very, very beat up Breeze. So Taysom Hill takes over at quarterback, starting for Breeze. The do-it-all quarterback gets the start over famous Jameis Winston in a surprise move. Very surprising. Yeah, surprise move. But they are paying this kid as they kept him over Bridgewater this past offseason. Uh, Falcons are playing well in the one dream term coach Raheem Morris. Um, I think even though regardless that uh, Breeze was not going to be there or be there, I don't think they were going to be able to run the ball against this Saints defense uh, with an elite, elite Saints defense as that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to have to throw. I see this game as a Falcons cover and a possible outright win Wow! as all their offensive weapons are healthy. Look for a really big game by Julio and the rest of the team. And give me the points. Atlanta plus three and a half. This is going to be another meet in the middle type game for me. I just think the Saints have overall a better team. Um, Offensively, defensively, special teams, coaching. I just think, you know, obviously Breeze being out is huge. But I think uh, the other guys um, in the locker room on defense and offense is going to step up for New Orleans. I don't like. I don't know if I like them to cover the three and a half, but I will lay the money line. The money line's sitting at about a buck seventy, a buck eighty right now. That's about as high as I'm willing to go. Might even tie it to another money line somewhere on the board that I like. But um, um, not a big fan of Atlanta. I, you know, you may be on par with them covering the spread, but I do like New Orleans to get the win. Okay. Um, Cincinnati is going to travel to the Washington D.C. to take on the Washington Football Team. Two teams with kind of similar identities. Cincinnati, two six and one rookie quarterback Joe Burrow. He's um he's played his tail off this year. Just doesn't have a lot of help. Higgins and AJ Green have been good for him though. Um, they're traveling to Washington today to play a two and seven Washington team. Alex Smith is going to be leading the charge for them to, at home. This is a not a very enticing game for me, but um, I feel like. We got to bet it, though, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the, the analysis on it. I mean, if you want to just look at facts, despite the two and six and one record for the Bengals, uh, the Bengals are actually six, three and six and three against the spread. Wow. While they are uh, actually winless. I don't know if you knew this or not. Winless in their past 18 games away from home. Oh, four and one this year. Yep. They are 11 and seven, though, against the spread over that streak. Wow. I know basically uh, it's a pick 'em game against the football team. Yeah. Um, Pretty much minus one Washington is what it looks like. You know, I fully expect Burrow and company to play well today, as Washington has only beaten teams in the lowly NFC East. True. They are only also only 0 4 and 1 against the spread in non division games. Wow. I'll take Cincinnati. Cincy to win. Um, this is not something that I'm very excited about whatsoever when it comes to this game. Um, I gotta, I gotta flip on you on this one. I gotta go Alex Smith. The experience beats out Burrow at home. Not too strong on it though. That game's probably the worst game on the board. Oh, there's worse. Yeah. Oh, I know. We'll find one. (laughs) Oh yes, there is. I can see it. We'll get to it in a moment. 
Detroit Lions at the Carolina Panthers today. Now, Teddy Bridgewater is questionable. We discussed this pre-show. Yes. Matthew Stafford is going to suit up with that sore right thumb. 4-5 mm-hmm. and five, Detroit, 3-7 and seven, Carolina. At first, I really like Carolina to win this game, but with the question marks around Teddy B not playing. And, it's about what, uh, 8.40 right now, our time? Yeah, they're going to start. P.J. Walker would start in his place. Shout out to my boy C-Rob. That's, uh, he's an XFL capper, and um, P.J. Walker won us a lot of money betting the XFL when it was nice. around. However, this is the NFL. I'm probably going to stay off the game. I really was digging Carolina at that pick em price at home. Now with no Teddy Bridgewater, I I don't know. I'm I'm off. Right now they got it as a pick 'em uh, as of about an hour ago. Uh, Stafford does have a hurt thumb. Bridgewater is playing, not playing, very questionable. So PJ yes will possibly play. If he does start, this is going to be a tough game to call. Uh, you got Galladay also not playing today for the Lions. Wow. Uh, their running game has just been horrible. It has. Um, honestly. McCaffrey's out on the other side. This game is just a dud. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out 100%. Bet at your own risk there. That's all I can say. Maybe well, the Lions on a teaser plus six. Yeah. I'd, they tend to keep games close. Yeah. I've, bet at your own risk, everybody. The Lions, I told myself, aren't getting another dollar of my money this season because they have burned me a few times. and That, that game's probably not even something I'm going to watch. Something I am going to watch, though, because I'm a huge fan, is my Pittsburgh Steelers. Stafford's wife actually had said some stuff against Michigan this week. I hope that doesn't fall back on her. Oh, yeah. She She was was hating on it. She was hating on Michigan, actually, because of the whole COVID shutdown. So that was pretty interesting. She she apologized, but Mm. it it got out there on the social media network. We'll see how that pans out for him in the going weeks here, especially playing at home. Mm -hmm. My Pittsburgh Steelers, Boogie, we've done this show a million times, 12 times. Woo! <laughs> and they they still haven't lost. It's 9-0, weekend. baby, 9-0. They're 9-0. I'm happy about it. They're traveling to Jacksonville today, 1-8 Jacksonville. Jake Luton has has actually been decent the last couple of games. They haven't gotten any wins, but they, they've been a covered machine. I think my Steelers are going to take care of business and get the 10-0, and but I don't think it's going to be as comfortable as everybody thinks. Um, I don't know if they're going to cover that 10. I know they'll definitely win, um, but I don't know about that 10.5. You know how Steelers, they play those bad teams. They play down to their competition. We saw that with the Dallas Cowboys last week. Are they going to actually come out and ball, or are they just going to mess around with Jacksonville and get a squeak-out win, similar to how Green Bay did with Jacksonville last week? So exactly exactly what I was just going to touch on. You know, last week, Green Bay actually was just toying with Jacksonville. Jacksonville came back, actually, played a little tougher towards the end. Uh, but here's the thing about this Pittsburgh team. They got a couple of weeks ago a scare from uh, that home team of mine, Dallas Cowboys. Yes, sir. Yeah, well... They're not my real home team, but my they're they're my team for a long, long time, right? Yes. Okay, so what did they do after they came back after that scare? They won. They came back they last big. week and handled business. That's they won, what they did. They won big. And I expect that as they are prepared by Tomlin against this rookie quarterback and they dominate again today. Okay. Lay the ten and a half points. Ooh, I love when you give out my Steelers, Boogie. 
Yes, sir, baby. I love when you give out my Steelers. I am um, not a big fan of betting the Steelers, so I'm not going to take that. But Boogie, lay the 10 and a half. Lay the 10 and a half. I told you my boy's going big today. I am kind of leaning towards the over in this game. I'll give that out at least for this game. 46 okay. points. Pittsburgh's offense has been humming. Um, they might take Jacksonville a little lightly at first. Maybe Jacksonville gets a couple on the board. But I look for Pittsburgh to score about 30 points. After that score... A couple weeks ago, I'm telling you, watch watch this team come out. Tomlin's got him sit. Oh. I think I also heard a, a little uh, a little quote by Tomlin this week that uh, what is it the, the Big Ten Mac? playing the Mac? Yeah, yeah. Big so, Ten playing the Mac. Yeah. And you got uh, you got them. You got uh, oh, I think Ben Roethlisberger also took a little offense to that. He was pissed. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah he, yeah, he was mad. He came at his head after that. Yeah. So give me Pittsburgh. Lay the ten and a half. I'll go with the total. Take the over forty six. I think they put up some points today down in Jacksonville. Tennessee Titans, a rematch of last year's AFC divisional round game um, between Baltimore and Tennessee. They have a rematch today. 10 o'clock CBS, both teams 6-3. and three. Baltimore coming off a disappointing loss in New England. Tennessee 6-3, Baltimore 6-3. Mm. Tennessee knocked them out of the playoffs last year. Sure did. Is this a bounce-back game for Baltimore, or is this just going to be an absolute slobber-knocker of a game that's going to maybe land in Tennessee's power run game with uh, Henry and that play action with Tannehill? Man, Baron, you've actually hit it right on the head there. This is exactly what I'm thinking. Titans, Tannehill, and Henry playing the Ravens. The Ravens for the first time since they played each other in January, divisional playoff game. Yeah. Uh, 28 to 12 was the game last year. Um, you know, Henry ran all over him after seeing the Ravens play against New England in that sloppy game this past week. What I'm looking at is Lamar Jackson having to play again, running for his life against that uh, team that he calls the Titans that he's got to play against. Yeah. Still no real good receivers though for Lamar Jackson. I'm taking the Titans. Give me plus six. Okay. I am, um... I am in agreement with you, and you know me. I'm also. They're just a different team this year. They they just really are. They're they're not the dominant team that they were last year. I agree a hundred percent. I think they're, it's going to be tough for them if they do get behind. You know me. I'm a big fan of uh, of buying a point for about twenty cents. Mm. So I'm going to buy this Tennessee team, and I'm going to take the seven um, minus one thirty. That's that's a really good play. Um, Tennessee catching a touchdown. I also, smaller unit play, I like the under. I like the under 50 points. I think Tennessee has just found a way to contain Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. Um, Baltimore may, may squeak this one out, but I wouldn't even be surprised if Tennessee won the game. But give me Tennessee plus the seven. I also lean under the total of 50 points. I think it's going to be a defensive uh Hard-hitting battle. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Baltimore's running backs are not good this year. You're right. Mark Ingram, in and out of injury. Gus Edwards will be in there. J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. I mean, the, the rookie was supposed to be have a sensational season. He's mm-hmm. not. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at Tennessee plus the six. Yeah, I mean, all the offensive leaders from both teams are on the Tennessee side. I mean, Derrick Wide receivers, Baltimore, just no wide receivers again this mm. year. Yeah. Derrick Henry, 946 and eight touchdowns. He should crack the century mark today, uh, depending on how Baltimore defends him. But oh, yeah. if he doesn't, it's all Baltimore today. Exactly. Correct. <laughs> so, yeah, Tennessee, take the points. Our last 10 a.m. game, Boogs, um, 
we're looking at a Patriots team that's coming off a really, really big win to get the four and five. Belichick's going to fight his tail off against a Houston team down there today that's two and seven. Not looking too shabby. It's been a tough year for Deshaun Watson. Very tough. Um, yep. Tough game. What do you think? New England's D offensive line is healthy again. And after last week's win, Cam knows that if he doesn't turn the ball over, he'll win. Texans have a hard time defending the run. I see between Burkhead, Damian Harris, Cam Newton, Texans will be ran all over the all over the field. Give me New England, lay the two. Okay. I'm gonna also go to uh, the side on this one. I hey, also, I'm sorry. I got to tell you, New England's defense against the ground game has been awesome. Yes. So I, I think that's another reason why that my they, they do not have any uh, any running backs right now for the Texans. Mm -hmm. Give me that uh, New England lay the two. Okay. I'm going to go to the total. I'm going to take under in this game as well. It's sitting at 49 in most places around town. I think um, New England runs the ball and plays good defense. Um, the Texans have struggled offensively, a lot of injuries, a lot of turnaround in that organization this yeah. season for Houston. I'll take the under 49 points in that game. Boogie, we're approaching about the 29-minute mark, so I'm going to throw these four 1 o'clock games out at you. Quick picks? Yeah, we're going to do this rather quickly. We want to, Like I said before the show started, I want to get this out here in the next 10 minutes to all you guys. That way you got an hour before kick and 30 minutes to listen to this. It's very simple. Our 1 o'clock games go as followed. The 6-3 and three Dolphins are a four-point favorite on the road in Denver. Drew Locke is questionable. The 0-9 New York Jets are on the road against the Chargers. Chargers are spotting 9.5. The 7-2 Green Bay Packers are going on the road to take on the Colts. The Colts are a 1.5-point small favorite at home. And your Dallas Cowboys coming in at 2-7 and seven off the bye. 0-4 on the road going to Minnesota. Maybe the hottest team in football right now. Minnesota's laying seven and a half to Dallas. Out of those one o'clock games, do you have any quick picks? Do you have any um any any juice anywhere? I'm finally on Tua train. Okay. Love Tua, lay the points. Give me Tua, lay the three and a half. Okay. I like the Chargers, lay nine and a half against the Jets. Mm -hmm. uh, give me Green Bay in a big game here for Green Bay. Indy does have a great defense. But I see Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback that Indianapolis has faced all year. I agree. Give me the pack. And um, I think as of an hour or two ago, also, Stations had Minnesota at 7. Yeah. So uh, give me Minnesota minus the 7 against Dallas. As Dallas team has shown, they are spiral spiraling out of control here. This Minnesota team is playing well. Kirk Cousins actually at home where he has 11 touchdown passes and a much higher total passing yardage at home. Uh, versus the road, lay the seven. Uh, Dallas's actual run defense is horrible, and Dalvin Cook will eat them up. I like it. I'm going to give out a little money line parlay out of those four games. I'm going to stay off the Green Bay Colts game. I think that's a complete coin flip. Um, my cousin's a huge Colts fan, and one of my friends is a big Packers fan, so I'm going to stay away from that game altogether. That's going to be a game I watch and really, really enjoy. Um, Miami... Could be a, a, a trap game for them, um, laying that three and a half on the road. No Drew Locke, though. Denver has not shown me anything. Um, Miami is on a roll with Tua. Um, They're for real. Yeah, Chargers play in the Jets, and the Vikings play in the Cowboys. 
I'm going to give out a three-team money line parlay for you guys. It's going to be plus money with these three teams on the money line. I'm going to give you the Dolphins to win. I'm going to give you the Chargers to win, and I'm going to give you the Vikings to win. Dolphins, Chargers, Minnesota Vikings, three-team money line parlay in the latter slate of games. Um, those three, depending on the amount you bet, it no matter what, it's going to be plus money. So whatever you bet, it's it's a plus money. It's good value. Good value. I'm going to give those three teams out on the money line. Um, it's also, like I said earlier, I also like if you want to tie that into some 10 a.m.s, maybe throw the Steelers in that money line parlay as, as well. I think they win too. Um, that is about a wrap. We have a Sunday night and Monday night game to talk about. Kansas City laying seven at the Raiders, Boogs. Is this going to be a revenge game for Kansas City? You know they're angry about uh, Gruden's bus driving around the stadium and all that nonsense. They're coming out to Vegas. Some reverse line moving on this game. It's at seven and a half. It came down to seven. A lot of money coming on Kansas City. We know it is going to be the Sunday night fixed game. Mm. Should be some fireworks. Allegiant Stadium, Las Vegas. What's going to happen? Actually, this is a tough game for me to pick as a Vegan. I'm rooting for this hometown team here. Kansas City's off the bye on the road in a possible revenge game, like you said, Baron. Uh, but a quick note. I don't know if a lot of people know this around the country, but uh, 10 players from the Raiders tested positive. Seven out of the 10 are actually going to be actually playing yeah, and activated. Active. Yep. Uh, however, they haven't been practicing all week uh, due to the positive COVID test that Cleveland had. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the Raiders in a seven and a half game. I look them to keep it close. Kansas City actually win the game. Okay. Okay. I could, um, I could envision that. I am actually going to go, if I can get the Raiders at home seven and a half or better, I'm all over it. A lot of points in this game. I think over 56 is going to be safe, too. I think there's going to be 30-30 game. A lot of points. No crowd. Mahomes fired up. I'll take Las Vegas, 7.5 or better, and the over. Quickly, Monday night game, 6-3 and three Rams, 7-3 and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady bounce back. Rams just beat the Seahawks. This is going to be a freaking showdown. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Two really good teams. I'm happy we finally got a good Monday night game. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady laying four and a half as of right now in most books. Kind of like the Rams getting the points on Monday night. I lean towards the Rams too, plus the four. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing. I don't touch totals. I actually love the under in this game. Okay. Absolutely love the under in this game. Both teams have great defenses. The way the Rams have been playing, they shut down Seattle. Tampa's got this great defensive line. I see a definitive, uh, definite defensive struggle here. Very interesting game to see here. Brady versus Goff will be a nice uh, with how the Rams are playing, though. you got Aaron Donald on the defensive side playing well. Give me that under. I love the under in this game. I'm going to roll with you, Boogs. You and I are going to have to meet up tomorrow night for the Monday night game and do maybe a little Rams in the under parlay. That sounds good to me. That's beer money, baby. Woo! 34 minutes, 35 seconds in. I want to cap this out at 35 minutes. Easy, easy. Uh, wow, I slipped up there. 35 minutes even. Boogie, it's best bet time. Give them your lock of the day. The West Virginia boys, we know you owe them some money. Yeah, we do. This is a shout-out to Nikki G. Pound this pick, Nikki G. Nikki G, here it comes, baby. Boogie, what do you got? Take the under in the Tampa-LA Rams game. That's the lock, huh? Under 47 and a half. So nothing today. The under in the Monday night game is the lock of the day. Yep. Okay. 
Lock of the day for me, buy the point and get Tennessee plus seven at Baltimore. It's going to be a banger. They'll definitely stay within seven. We appreciate all of you guys listening, giving us feedback and everything. Shout out. Yep. Under in the Monday night game per boogie. Plus seven, Tennessee per Lance, minus $1.30. Lay it. It's good. You guys have a good rest of your day. Happy Sunday. Happy happy, Sunday. Happy winning. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving as well if we don't talk to y'all. Baron out. Boogie out.